Betsy Ann Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Today we have a really big show. We're going to be moving quickly. I can't guarantee that it'll be under an hour, so jump in where you can, stay as long as you like, or join us for the whole time. Thomas, good to see you here today. Why, thank you, Betsy. Okay, now let me tell you, heads up, we're going to be talking about Syria, Jack Dorsey, Elijah Cummings' death, Nancy Pelosi, and then, whether you like it or not, we're going to wrap up with a discussion on the Archons. So, let's get started with Syria. Well, first time in history that the Congress has ever, with Republican support, voted to stop an action of a president of withdrawing 50 troops from anywhere. This is insanity, folks. First off, he's the commander-in-chief. They don't have any right to do so. And that Republicans voted shows that you should not vote for those Republicans. What Trump did was genius move. Here's what he did, and nobody knows. And he's not telling. He removed 50 advisors by simply moving them a few miles. Why? Because he had already been told by Erdogan. Well, first off, everyone knows Erdogan is a psychopath. And he is one of the worst uh, radical Islamic terrorists in the world. It's just that he is a NATO member. He's a member of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. So we are an ally of his. He's been trying to pull us into a war in Syria, a full-on war, World War III, as a matter of fact, the, the war, since the beginning. He was the person who worked with uh, Assad to actually bomb his, uh, the Syrians So Assad bombed his own people to begin with, but only once he made a deal with Erdogan that the refugees could cross into Turkey before Assad bombed his own people in the northwest of Syria, Erdogan built the refugee encampment, okay? Because why? The head of the United Nations now um, had been the uh, high counselor for refugees, and he had told Assad, I can't give you any money until you have uh, X number of refugees cross over into uh, another country's border. That's what this is all about. Now, let's not forget, Assad is not the king of Syria. Assad is the son of a CIA operative that we put in place in Syria. So Syria is America's problem from the beginning. So Russia certainly wants to get involved, but let's remember what's going on. It's the oil from Syria that to this very day, right now, right now, as we speak, is still being shared, stolen from Syria, being shared with Turkey and Israel. Now that sounds insane, but this was all documented with pictures and they have, you know, remember when it was found that Erdogan's own relative was the person who had all the um, oil tankers crossing over the border from Turkey into Syria before Russia got there and taking as much oil as they could. And right there, right there at the port were Israeli ships taking oil also. So from the beginning, and then when Russia moved there, they put their uh, their base right there so that they could protect the theft of oil from Syria by Turkey and Israel and other countries. So what Trump just did is he set up Erdogan Why? Because Erdogan is a madman, and Trump already knows this. He pissed him off completely with getting back Pastor Brunson because he refused to give up Fetula Gulan, who is Erdogan's number one enemy in his insane mind. He thinks that uh, Fetula Gulan 
tried to depose him. No, everyone wants to depose you, Mr. President of Turkey. Everyone. There's nobody who supports you, and his elections are as rigged as they can possibly be. He turns off social media with a button, okay? He is the one who got Michael Flynn fired because Michael Flynn said, no, we do not want to let Turkey go into Syria, and Obama fired him. That is why Michael Flynn got fired. That is why Michael Flynn got set up. That is why Michael Flynn to this day with his FARA charges, not filing as a foreign agent of Turkey, which is a NATO member. How do you, don't even get me started. Ukraine, how about all the people working in Ukraine? John Kerry, John Kerry's stepson. How about all those people? Biden, Biden's son. Did they ever file as foreign agents? No, they did not. So Turkey, Trump set Turkey up. He moved 50 advisors. We're not even sure they were moved, okay? And he got to completely watch Congress's hair go on fire because that would end the war in the Middle East that is being set up. Let's remember that in Lebanon right now, Hezbollah just moved in and they're getting ready for a huge offensive. That's what's really going on is Iranian movement of Hez- uh, uh, paying Hezbollah in the Iranian Revolutionary Guard coming through Iraq and coming through Syria and coming into Lebanon. And this is what's really going on. Now, why did Trump have to do this now? Because he wants Turkey out of NATO. He has to prove that Erdogan is an insane man. Remember, he said bad things about Erdogan, then good things, bad things, good things, bad things. He's setting him up. He's playing him like a fiddle. And we told you, We told you this, and we predicted it a long time ago, that the PKK is going to remain there in Syria to keep the pipeline in the hands of the Kurds. Why? Because the Kurds, uh, supposedly, uh, Pelosi walked out of the meeting because Trump said that I guess you, that the PKK and the Kurds are actually communist is what they say he said, which I don't believe. But that's true, even if he said if he if he said it or not, it doesn't matter. It's true. They're they are social Marxists. They are fascist Marxists. They are uh, as soon as they set up a central committee, which they can't until they establish their own boundaries and they want the northern part they want the a part of Syria. They already got a part of Iraq, right? Do you think Erdogan wants the Kurds to have a part of Iraq where the oil pipeline comes through or to have the part of Syria where the oil pipeline comes through into his country so they can charge him a tax on it? He hates the Kurds. We predicted he will create genocide on the Kurds the first moment he gets a chance. Now, I'm sure that President Trump knows this, not only that he heard us say it, but it's just the truth. Erdogan will kill all Kurds as the Turks killed Armenians and still claim they didn't in the genocide of the Armenians. And so what happens every time you get Erdogan stirred up, he claims he didn't, that the Turks didn't kill the Armenians. What is that a setup for? It's a setup for him killing all the Kurds. This will be a genocide. And as Trump wrote him a short little letter and he made sure that everyone in the whole world saw his one little short tiny letter to Erdogan and it said, you know, stop being the tough guy, do the right thing or you're going to be considered a devil. Yes. In other words, he called him out and said, we're not in the area. You can't blame this on the Russians. They're supporting Assad and Assad is supporting the Kurds, the PK. Well, actually, it's not true. Some of the Kurds, not the PKK. 
So this is so complicated that I can't even take the time to explain it to you how many different factions are all fighting against each other. So if you try to figure all this out, you have to understand that the factions are changing all the time. So the PKK now moves up into the area where the Kurds are left. Well, the Kurds are living peacefully and protected by Assad. But you move the PKK there, that gives what? Erdogan a chance to attack them. So hello, the PKK is working with Erdogan. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. So the second the PKK moved over to where the Kurds were, where also ISIS is being, uh, thousands of members of ISIS are being held. That was the sign to Erdogan to attack, to see what President Trump would do. Because he knew President Trump by taking the advisors out, and the there were a couple other thousand troops there he's been withdrawing continuously, and by publicly stating all of these things, was saying he's not going to stop Erdogan proving that he can't be a NATO member, that he's a genocidist, that he is worse than a theocratic, uh, radical Islamic terrorist. He is a psychopathic, insane man who is a communist. If you don't think he's a communist... Okay, blah, 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 blah. Because here's the thing. Trump says we need to end these wars because these are all banker wars. And the bottom line to everything that Thomas just said is that these globalists who have a name, they are the Pilgrim Society. There's a list. If you're in the comment box, ask me for it. I'll make sure you get that list. The people in this Pilgrim Society will send our sons and daughters over there to quote unquote protect you know them when they're really just protecting their oil interests, their energy interests, and putting money in the bankers' coffers off the blood, literally, of our sons and daughters when they send their sons over to the Ukraine to get rich off of this gas and oil. That's what this is. Absolutely. Okay, so can we move on to the <clears throat> next topic? No. The reason is, is because I must mention Israel. We play the game, and every single person who voted against Trump in the House is a non-American. That is an anti-American. Well, let's just say anti-American. They, they, they may hold American citizenship, so they are Americans. I don't even know if we have American citizenship anymore. So my well, point is, is that point. they are not... They want not, to do away with American citizens, don't they? They do not support the Constitution nope. or anything that... Illegals have more benefits than we do, paying into the system all these years. The, the Democrats and the rhinos want to give illegal aliens more rights than citizens have. That means we aren't citizens anymore, and the Constitution doesn't exist. By effect, not by ideology. The, you, the excuse has always been the same. We have to go into the Middle East because we have to defend Israel. Okay, put the brakes on, stop. Is Israel having any problem defending itself without our help? Uh, no. Matter of fact, they have been attacked by over 300 missiles and have had literally no casualties. They have been, uh, uh, their border, and by the way, we helped build that border and that wall, as well as Jordan's, has held fast. And they, that border has been assaulted now continuously. We have the Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guard in Iraq and in Syria, uh, missile banks being built every day. We have had probably 50 encounters of Israel defending itself and defeating Iran, Iraq, Syria, and Lebanon. Hezbollah, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, they don't need our help. They don't need our help. And certainly Syria, we put the crazy Assad family 
into the kingship of a fake nation. And it really made Saudi Arabia mad and Israel mad. And all the, uh, the Sunnis, the Shiites, all are fighting over Syria. We have to get out. It has nothing to do with Israel. And at this point, it has a little to do with the oil, but not so much because Trump devalued oil by causing America to become the number one oil producer in the world. So this, all these oil wars that were the Kissinger oil wars, that's the Kissinger era. This is the Trump era. It's no longer based upon oil. Today, I found out a sore spot with you, Thomas. I found out you get very upset when people, even people like Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch, don't use the proper words when they're describing something. What is it with these people that keep calling it the deep state and refuse to give it a name? It's called Senior Executive Service. What's up with that, Thomas? Well, as we were talking with one of our brilliant friends this morning, it goes back to the English, of course, to the British and Whitehead and uh, Alfred Whitehead and uh, Bertram Russell and the people who basically said words don't mean anything, basically nominalism. In other words, there's nothing real out there. It's all just a mathematical proposition and we can control it through processes. And these processes are called logicism. So use logic as an ism. But the logicism is always based upon your facts and your math and that's what this is all based upon. For instance, what we're now hearing that Erdogan, and I should have predicted this. Oh, do we have to go back to yeah. Erdogan matter again? matter of fact, I did oh. predict it. I did predict it just the other day in an audio. I said, oh, don't worry. The white helmets will be there in Syria as the new gas attacks happen. So what are they saying? Napalm gas is being used. Phosphorescent bombs are being used. And everything not supposed to be used. But then the news runs fake images of what they say is the fierce battle between Erdogan and the PKK. And it isn't that at all. It's a gun range where they were doing a night explosion. So what you have here is fake news. And you're going to see more and more of this. So get ready for Syria. It's going to be fake news upon fake news. And then we're going to be told Al-Qaeda has been restored. ISIS has been restored. ISIL has been restored. Don't you worry. They're going to create that enemy again because Trump has destroyed it. He put them all in jail. He put them all in the camps. He won the battle, and now they're freeing okay, them. Okay, so well, the battle let's can get continue. back to the senior executive service and why people are not naming it. Well, you, you went off course there. I know. So whether you call it logical positivism. Oh, and by the way, the reason I say blah, 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 it's because it's all lies. And folks, if you're watching ABC, NBC, and CBS, and you're walking away full of despair and fear, shame on you. You shouldn't be listening to this. This is propaganda. It's evil. Philosophy, Whitehead, Russell, and all the rest of the British philosophers tried to make it that words don't mean anything. There is no truth, and you can know nothing. And the only thing you can know is math. And that math has to be logical, and they control the math, and they control the logic. And that's what we're seeing. Basically, with- they give you the uh, numbers to work with, and you can't work with any numbers you find in your reality. So, so because Tom Fitton isn't using the word senior executive service, and you need to start using it, Tom. I mean, we've been very supportive of Judicial Watch. They do amazing work, but they are also becoming a limited hangout that they will not call these people out. When you look at the resumes of all these people, what is the common thing that runs through it? They belong to senior executive service. Knowledge is not truth, and truth is not wisdom. And so the English philosophers took 
Sophia, philo Sophia, the love of Sophia, the love of wisdom, and they turned it into fake philosophy. And now we have no philosophy of education, no philosophy of medicine, no philosophy of science, no philosophy whatsoever. There is no truth. We have no cosmology of who we are as a people on a planet. So when you see fake news, then what you're going to be told is, oh, it's okay for that side to lie because the other side lies too. That's what we do in court. That's what lawyers do. That's the Roman uh, way of legalism. It's not the Greek way of philosophy, of actually pursuing the being of wisdom for the sake of truth and beauty. No, 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 that's been lost in America. So when you ask why I get mad at Tom Fitton, because Tom Fitton, you're smart enough to open your computer and do a search and look in Wikipedia and read about the SES. And when you do, you're going to go, oh, those are the enemies I've been fighting all my years. And also, people now want to know the relationship between SES and the Pilgrim Society. Because, you know, for a while, Betsy and Thomas, where we were focused on SES, we showed you as this, uh, the domestic enemy. But that doesn't mean our research stops. We don't want to be a limited hangout. So the researchers at AFI spent a, a few months continuing on to find out, okay, well, so who's behind the SES? Who's behind the Crown Agents? And this is where we come up with the Pilgrim Society. They've done... a. Um, I was really surprised. You mentioned that Rudolf Steiner talked about secret societies and and this being a problem for us in this age. Oh, absolutely. And the way that it connects is that the senior executive uh, service started out as a way to bring in people who could handle information technology. Well, hello, intelligence. It was for intelligence. In other words, they hired people from the outside, paid them more than civil servants, allowed them to do whatever they want, and they started a paramilitary organization that was a shadow government. So when we say shadow government, we then say senior executive service members, 10,000 members, 8,000, over 8,000 of them appointed by Obama. They are a mob. They are the democratic fascist mob. They rule by mob rule. They are unelected officials who are permanent. They are permanent bureaucratic fixtures who make sure that what they call, used to call the establishment, continues on untrammeled. They cannot be stopped. Why? Because they are a paramilitary organization and they take their orders from one single head. Now, that is the shadow government. Now, is now... Uh, and, and, you know, the reason that things don't get through the Department of Justice, I was explaining this to a friend today, is because um, let's say that Congress has a referral about a problem that they're having with one of their members or like, you know, AOC and, uh, you know, all of this election corruption stuff that they had right before they were elected. So they send a referral to the Department of Justice. Well, where is it? It's sitting on the desk of a senior executive service attorney. There are 500 of them, and they are there to make sure nothing happens. So my friend says, well, who runs them? I said, you'll never believe it. The head of that is Bruce Orr. Isn't that amazing? That's why he hasn't been fired. He's only been supposedly demoted, but his pay has never been docked. And you know, the sad thing is, we're out here. Old Betsy and Thomas, we know this stuff. And what, Tom Fitton cannot educate his audience about this? Well, Tom is showing one end of it. And without his FOIAs and without his legal attacks against what he calls the deep state. But if, if he's, he does get specific, okay? I'm not saying he oh, doesn't no, no. get specific. Oh, no, no, we love his work. You love the FOIA. Don't get us wrong on that, folks. But what we're saying is we have to stop this stuff where you will only go so far in your truth revelation. We are going all the way. Tom Fenton, you and Larry Clayman, 
and your gang simply bring a lawsuit against the United States government for the senior executive service even existing. It is anti-constitutional. It is prejudice. It is discriminatory. And in every way violates every rule of the civil service. So it needs to end. That's what you need to do. Stop calling it the deep state because there's too many forces outside of America. For instance, is Pope Francis part of the deep state? He's one of the leaders. He's not in America. So we need to remember there's an international deep state. Yes, there is. Uh, but that is not what is in control and conducting the coup against well, Trump. That is the senior executive service members and the head uh, Obama appointees that all worked hand in glove. Remember, Obama told everyone in the entire federal agency, gather all the dirt you can on Trump. That was one of his orders. And hold it. Don't give it to anybody. This is what he told them. So the senior executive services are like your ground soldiers for the pilgrims. Who are the pilgrims? Well, the pilgrims are these um, British white supremacists who started off as corporations and then found that they could control governments, and then they found they could control the globe through the League of Nations and the United Nations. It's the same old people, but they do it through propaganda. They do it through banks, through money, but they do it through ideologies. They, they actually incubate ideologies that cause wars, that cause their group to get richer because they're always ahead of the game because they're the insider traders. Now, in 1902, there was founded a society called the Pilgrim Society, which basically took the imperialism of Cecil Rhodes and Alfred Milner, later empire building, and made it so official that they wedded it together so it was higher than the military, higher than intelligence, higher than government, higher than the probably even the Privy Council, maybe not the monarch, uh, but certainly even higher than banks. And these were the people that we're trying to bring to you so that you'll understand that it was philosophers like Bertram Russell who who basically said to philosophy, there is no point to life. And if there's no point to life or life after death or anything like that, then get what you can now. It's called ultra-materialism, hyper-materialism it's become in our age. And now we see that it rules everything. So SES members simply do what they're told and they keep the status quo. And they they do whatever they're told by the people who appointed them. So you're not going to see anything come out of these 500 attorneys that are sitting at the DOJ. You can send all the referrals you want. Nothing's going to happen. And where's Bill Barr in all this? Well, uh, Bill Barr is in charge of the lar- one of the largest agencies, uh, 127,000 people, and the top 500 DOJ uh, final reviewers of SES yearly bonuses and salaries and hiring, that is what Bruce Orr is on, and that group of 500 controls then the group of 10,000 below them. But they are controlled by a union, which we pointed out, and it's no one wants to talk about this. So when you are, are saying that somebody's really great in the info uh, uh, battles that are going on right now, but they don't mention the senior executive service members, or they don't tell you who these people are, they don't name them and name why, like we do, in a minute, we're going to talk about Elijah Cummings. I'm going to tell you why. Well, let's just jump right into Elijah Cummings. Well, well, wait a second. I think you're so right. Tom, I'm so sorry. I get upset because when people use undefined words like deep state, it harms everyone yes. whose ears it falls upon. Yes. You, you cannot need to use, define it. Yes, you need to define it because if you were to, to make your argument in a court, Tom, you would need evidence and 
calling it deep state isn't evidence of what it is. So start being specific if we want to win the war. It makes you look like a conspiracy theorist instead of representing lawyers. And that's not good because we count on you. Okay. I do want to go to Elijah Cummings now. He's dead. I well, have my we're told he's dead. Well, he's told he's dead. You know what? Coming the day after Nancy's storm out of the office of the, the the cabinet meeting and her inability to do anything with impeachment makes you wonder if the this wasn't hugely synchronistic and maybe a shot across the bow that from a George Soros operative, you folks better get this done or I'm going to start taking you out one by one. And Elijah Cummings was just some low-hanging fruit that could go. Imagine, if you will, a Speaker of the House who wants to impeach the President, impeach the Vice President, and impeach the entire Cabinet, and wears a bullet casing as a bracelet and shows the press the very day that she goes in and throws a fit yelling and screaming and then lies and says she's called a third-grade politician. Third grade. Third grade. You're not even the common people fifth-grade Pelosi, you're a third grade, not a third rate. Oh, no, you're a good politician because politicians lie. He wouldn't have said you're a bad politician. He would have said you're a third grade. This is third grade. You standing up and yelling at him over the issue of Syria and trying to tell a president that the, that the Congress, the House, is going to tell him what he's going to do in terms of a war. Now, let's just point out that the only reason we're in Syria is because, yes, after Obama bombed them, he had to have funding from the House, didn't he, Pelosi? And so all of you allowed Obama to bomb Syria by saying that that was the home of Al-Qaeda. Now notice, Al-Qaeda is not in Syria and hasn't been. The second they cross over from any country into Syria, they become ISIS, ISIL, IS, or Al-Nusra, or one of the other groups. They are no longer Al-Qaeda. No such friggin' thing. So you have no authority to be there. But you're telling the president that he can't move 50 advisors as a setup to show that the person you support, who, of course, you are in line with because Pelosi always go, went, went to Turkey. She went to, uh, where was McCain all the time? In Syria, all the time. Uh, and in Turkey. Uh, and all uh, and, and Ukraine. What are they doing? They're getting money. In Mexico, what are they doing? Guatemala, El Salvador. Uh, what are they doing? Gathering money. And we now know this. It's coming out so fast, so furiously, I can't even keep track. I don't even write it down because it would take all day long to write down the criminality we have found with just the members of Congress with Ukraine. And the reason they're dancing so quickly, the dance of the devil, is because they're all guilty. Yeah, but Trump pointed keeps out. pointing out crowd strike, and the media won't go there. And they oh, need yeah. to go to crowd strike. Oh, they won't go anywhere. They go after Rudy Giuliani's associates. You mean the corrupt Ukrainian people he talked to? He talked to both sides of the corrupt Ukrainian government. Matter of fact, Ukraine is so corrupt that the lies that recently came out, this is beautiful, the whistleblower answered ads of a man who works for a company that is the same exact company that fights corruption in Ukraine, and it's sponsored by George Soros. So George Soros paid the lawyer for the whistleblower, paid the whistleblower, and now we know the whistleblower is, of course, Biden's aide. We know that, you know, that Schiff 
completely constructed this. We told you it was Schiff's lawyers who wrote it, and now that's basically what they're saying. And they're desperate. They are desperate, aren't they? Oh, their what did their Pelosi? world is crumbling, and they they know their crimes, and they see. Did you see? It's eleven a.m. I know you're pointing at that eleven a.m. in Dallas, and the lines to get into the Trump rally no, are all around the block. I'm pointing at Pelosi's bracelet. Say something about that. Oh, well, you already did. I mean, that was a threat is, of assassination. The orange beads were for orange man, and the bullet in the middle was. That's it. I have nothing left. You guys got to take him out. That's what that bracelet said. And if, let's just say I'm wrong, then she is, has gross judgment. She's insane. She's demented. She's on drugs for dementia. Everybody knows that. They deliver them to her and try to hide it. It's from the pharmacy right there. We have others who have dementia worse than that. They have Alzheimer's. They don't even know where they are. We've, we, we saw that with the... Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm not going to go into naming those people, yes. but anyway, the un- the underwear senator, uh, I'm an underwear congressman. Uh, so you know these people are nuts, and they get drugs, and without those drugs, they'd be locked up somewhere because they're psychopaths. So Nancy Pelosi, uh, this is the twilight zone we're in. Nancy Pelosi thinks she's going to be president, and then she's going to get rid of Biden because impeach him too, and then impeach the whole cabinet, and then she's going to bring Hillary Clinton and appoint oh. her as vice president. And then and then step down, as you pointed out, because if she didn't step down, Hillary would kill her. Now, wait, and then what do we have? One of the three heads of the impeachment attack with no evidence. And remember, the impeachment attack started during the election. Okay? It was crossfire hurricane, same exact thing. This is still crossfire hurricane going on. That's the reason the CIA is involved. That's the reason the very lawyers, the best lawyers of the DOJ, Southern District of New York, came over to help Adam Schiff do this. That's who wrote the whistleblower complaint. That's who applied to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence to change the whistleblower forum. But who runs that office? Well, who did we tell you? Who did we tell you actually created this whole thing? Henry Kerner. And Henry Kerner changed the whistleblower forum because he's in charge of it. He's the senior counsel for all whistleblower cases for the DOJ. So we warned you of this. We didn't know what was happening, but we told you Henry Kerner was certainly part of this. We also brought to your attention that isn't it odd that one person was collecting all the whistleblower stuff? And that Michael Atkinson, he's crook. He's a crook. And McCullough, the two previous IGs, they're on the IG now and the previous IG for the intelligence community, completely crooks. Where does, let's see if our audience knows this, where does death go to die? I mean, where does truth go to die? The IG office. Everyone knows that. Everybody has an IG on their staff in order to protect that department. Correct. This is the star chamber. Yes. This is where they air their faults so that it doesn't get out. But it doesn't matter because the press has now proven themselves to be just uh, just an extension of the Democratic Party, which is nothing more than the George Soros fascist, liberal, progressive, demon-crat, Oh my gosh, the, the names for them now, they're true communists. They are truly... Co- okay, okay. Elizabeth Warren wants to give universal Medicare and Medicaid to everybody. Is she out of her mind and then she isn't going to tax the middle class? No, no, no. That's no. communism, no. folks. That's because they know that Rona Romney's family, the Romneys, that would be Mitt, and yes, Rona is his niece, they have a family business of rigging election machines. That's how these people win. 
And so they don't care. They can say anything they want. But the machines will fractionalize our votes and they will determine the outcome of our elections. Why has not Rona Romney McDaniel stood up and told the president what her family does? Because Venezuela is the mess it is because of her family, because of Mitt Romney following in the shoes of Mark Malik Brown and Jimmy Carter, that little BCCI agent, in other words, rogue CIA agent who gets out there and, and, and criticizes Trump all the time. He was one of the worst presidents ever. He was an idiot. He did nothing except what he was told, not by our CIA, by the rogue CIA. And they took him out with the Tehran incident. So, because why? He was an idiot. He didn't know what was going on. So when he tells you what, you know... Uh, what uh, world politics is supposed to be about. He never made a decision in his entire presidency, just like other presidents who simply do what they are told. And then there's the crazy ones like Obama that bombed seven countries because he did what Soros told. Soros needs refugees because that feeds the Vatican, that causes chaos, that causes chaos Marxism, that causes economic predatorism, which is what he is all about. And he and Mark Malik Brown started Optech in Venezuela to get Cesar Chavez elected, and that's and why Optech, Maduro is still there. Optech is a software, folks, that's used in the election rigging process with Smartmatic, Heart InterCivic, Sequoia, you name them. I just want to say there's one, two socialist countries in the world. One charges 25% excise tra uh, tax on everything you buy after you get your payroll check and charges you 60% payroll taxes. In other words, more than half your money, way more than half your money, goes for illegal immigrants in that country. And then in Venezuela, that's the other socialist country, how are they doing? And remember, we set that up as an experiment to why? Steal the oil. It has more, at well, one point, it had the most oil of anyone. We're going into the weeds, I think. What do you think? Oh, I, well, you know me. I, I'm ready to talk about whatever you want to talk know, about, Betsy. I know, but we were talking about election rigging, and then we got into Venezuela and the whole socialist thing over there. So I just pull it in because I want to say, Hail Caesar! <laughs> Hail Caesar! Jack Dorsey has decided that he is the lord and master of the universe and has decided to separate free speech into different classes. Now, you could be a world leader and you can speak on Twitter, or you can be the rest of us folks out here and speak on Twitter. And he's going to have two separate rules for two separate classes of people and how they conduct themselves on Twitter. Well, notice that the British... Deputy Prime Minister who came to run Facebook hasn't said a word lately, nor a little uh, Richie... Uh, oh, Nick Clegg? Yeah, Nick Clegg or a little Richie Allen. Oh, yeah, Richie Allen. They're yeah. actually running it. What do they have? This idiot, Mark Zuckerberg, giving out two hours of fake nonsense, basically saying, I'm going to fight to the death, after one week earlier saying, I think you should take us over. I don't know what I'm doing. None of us do, and we're idiots, and we don't know whether we're a platform or we're subscribers or whether we're uh, propagandists. We know nothing, Okay. So, Dorsey came out, what did he say? This is what's happening. Dorsey wants to be able to say to Trump, oh, you said something that I can't promote, I'm kicking you off because of community standards. Now, why did he do that? Is he going to do that? Who was one of the first ones to come bending and scraping in the Oval Office to Trump after the big meeting about squelching free speech on social media? Jack Dorsey. And who else came? The head of Apple. And who else came? Finally, 
little Zuckerberg who peed in his pants because Trump said, I have the Miller Act right here in my hand and you don't even know who wrote your base code. You didn't write it. And at that point, they had to call in the custodians to clean up the mess in the Oval Office. Why? Because they are begging right now. All of them. All of them. They've done everything they can, including CNN, including every single social media, including every media. We're talking about folks that CNN, Project Veritas, stuff that was out there. Okay, keep going. We're talking about everyone in every social media is begging Trump the Google to Insider. take them over. Yes. Okay, then that's the opposite of what we want to do. That's right. So we want to disgorge them, just like the U.S. Federal Reserve. You disgorge. don't want to you don't want to close them. Say the word disgorge. You want to freeze them, audit them, take back our assets, and then claim odious debt for the U.S. Federal Reserve and print our own money. We don't need them. We have the we have all the mechanisms. And anyway, anything the U.S. Fed tells you is a lot. Listen, what's really great, let me put this in people's language. What Trump can do is after Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg flail around like a bunch of school children, he can come in there with the Miller Act notice and say, look, I've got the original source code of the uh, secret sauce that you guys use to scale your internet. They have to have that in order to function. I have the original source code, unless you can show me otherwise, and they can't because it was stolen from Leader Technologies. Anyway, I've got to deal with Leader Technologies, and so now I've got a user license. We wrote up a user license, and you have to sign it, Jack, in order to participate in that delicious scalability that you need to run your platform. That's how it's going to work. And then Trump would have total control over social media, just like Erdogan and has. let's keep in mind... He is, he is not in control in the way you might say flippantly because we, the people, will have use of this and we'll decide when the executive office can d- use it and create a license agreement, you know? I mean free to create free yes. speech. It's not that he will have dictatorial powers over it. No. He will just license them and if they don't follow the rules, they get they don't get licensed. Yes. Real simple. Same thing with all the crypto keys. This can all be solved so quickly. We, the people will write the rules and they will follow what we've got as our user license. Wait until we get to do the following. Mark Zuckerberg, here's a test. It's about you need to write some lines of code. And when Mark fails the Put him in jail. That's it. Period. Done. Doesn't need to ask. He can't even write code, and yet this man is one of the richest, pathetic MK Ultra mind bleached people on the face of the earth, and we listen to them. Jack Dorsey. Okay, all the original people, except for stupid Zuckerberg, Mark of the Zucker Beast, got out. They cashed in like Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt cashed in so quick that he actually changed the law when he gave the foundation money to start the IPO of Facebook so that he could get out of it quickly and go from a millionaire to a billionaire so that then he could make sure that Google went from Google to Alphabet so that it could be a monopoly buying everything in its way, which it has, and now he's even out of that, so he's not culpable for any of the sins and the crimes of Dragonfly or the Atlas Robot or any of the other horrible, horrible things that Eric Schmidt has done. But my point here is very simple. The time has come that Trump is standing up against them so bad that they're all crying down on their knees, begging him to take them over. Same thing Erdogan is doing with NATO. He wants to be kicked out of NATO so bad, he can't believe it. Then he can start doing some really great deals with Russia. All right. I would like to wrap up this session, folks. If you're not interested in the next topic, this would be a great place to jump off. 
when we look at what is really happened at even a higher level of why we see the evil we do, you had an excellent conversation with Michael McKibben about the archons. Would you share it with folks? Well, archons is a used uh, word that is used by conspiracy theorists. The real word is hierarchy. The Dionysian hierarchy of nine hierarchical ranks from angels, archangels, time spirits, spirits of form, of motion, of wisdom, of will, of harmony, and of love. Those beings actually have been categorized and their forces and effects, even down to how they affect streams of time and um, repeating rhythms of time, are all written down by some really great uh, people who study these things. So we study this stuff, and that's the reason that we kind of uh, usually know where things are headed. Uh, but also we just keep our ear to the ground, which is really what it's about. So there are higher beings. And now people can't even comprehend their own guardian angel. If you can see your guardian angel, it is said by many who have had that experience that it's like seeing what you would expect to be the high divine being that you believe in. Well, there's many, many, many beings between... The, your angel and the highest beings. And we all interact with them. Now, some of them, just like we heard the story of Lucifer, one of the highest angels, fell. And as he fell, he came down to torment human beings in this realm. Well, that's who we're dealing with here, folks. Call it what you want. Lucifer, Satan, Araman, materialism. Call it the lack of philosophy. Call it the archons. Call it whatever you want. There's beings who don't come into this realm who are higher than us, and they want to use us to come into this realm so that they can turn things bad. So it's you as can, simple as you that. So you can be open. You can open yourself up to be used by good, or your openness can allow evil to come in. Uh, Pelosi is a perfect example. She was wearing that uh, uh, Roman mace again on her lapel. That Roman mace says, a human becomes a Caesar. In other words, a human becomes a god. So here she is again using a symbol on the day that she has a bullet bracelet that she's sporting, the day that she attacks Trump in a meeting where he has to say, sit down, you're being a third grade politician, attacking him on something which he shouldn't even be answering to them for to begin with, so they're lucky he was even there. I think it was third rank. No. It was third grade? Yes, this is the whole lie. Oh my goodness, well... No, no, those who were there who were on Trump's side, said it was third grade. Oh, so that even implies that she's at an even lower level. Yes. No, she's an excellent politician. Every word out of her mouth is a lie, and all she talks is talking points. She never uses any details whatsoever. If the details were known, we'd have to ask her, how come on your $145,000 a year salary, you have how many tens of millions, hundreds of millions well, we of dollars? Know that. Her daddy multiple homes? was a mobster, so that was her start, and then she continued her mobster family you know, dealings, and that's how she raked in all the money. Her dad was the mobster of, what was it? Um, Hillary Clinton's father was a mobster. What we're really looking here. Elijah Cummings is the mobster of Maryland. the mobster of the, we got the whole planet is in a mobster thing. What do you call it? When you're, when they're mobster wars? It's, it's, oh, well, it's a mafia war, yeah. It's, it's These are oligarchs who are fighting for their positions to get their piece of the pie as if they're some kind of, Queen of England, or member of the Privy Council, or uh, landed gentry, perhaps, or a member of the Parliament. So if we want to be effective in moving us out of this evil, then 
we need to not only have information warriors out there, we also need to have spiritual warriors. And it's real simple. There's 127 rules of Pantajali to how to get spiritual. But the last rule is skip all the 126 above it, just be pure. Trump is pure. He's a pure egotist. He's a pure uh, 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 macho man. He's a pure everything. But he's not a guilty politician. And so what happens here? They can't catch him. There's no crime. That's the ultimate power you can have against these beings who try to filter into human evolution and try to control history and control human beings by their bad habits, basically, and by basically feeding them what someone on the path of the seven deadly sins thinks is a reward, like more food, more money, more power, more sex. That's going to get you nowhere. You cannot satiate desire. That is just silly. Right there. Done. That's all of Buddhism in one sentence. You cannot satiate desire. So why even get started? Well, these politicians, their desire was simply to have power and control and money. And that's the reason they stay there until the the day they die. And so what do we got now? We have Elijah Cummings, who was literally the man who sold out his own district, who's now going to be lauded as a, a great civil rights leader, who in fact was, his wife was involved in so much criminality that when she started to run for governor, she couldn't because her criminality chased her. He stole all the money that went to his district and has the entire time he's been in place. And yet he's going to be lauded as some kind of political hero like a John McCain who should have in fact gone to a court-martial and not gone to a, 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 a state funeral. So what we're seeing here is that the old people in Congress need to leave. There needs to be a law. Just get them out. And there needs to be a test. It doesn't matter if there's a law. They don't follow it. it. Well, they need to have a test of their own competency and they need to be able to submit their own doctor's uh, proof that they're fine. And they also, if they have had any ethics violations, need- they need to not be allowed to run again okay. like Al Green, the very number one man who has brought forth Trump's impeachment is the number one man who they've had to pay out for more attacks on women than anybody else in yes, Congress. but that is not going to happen until we win by a landslide. And that means not only putting down the Democrat Party, but it is also putting down the Republican Party that's filled with rats, rhinos, and Romneys. 